Welcome to this edition of the Luke Winstall Show. My next guest is a class of 2023 running back out of Lake Stevens, Washington, a 24-7 sports composite four-star, and the number 10 running back in the nation, Jaden Lamar. Jaden, thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Thank you. Excited to have you on and get to talk with you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Now, to begin, I'm curious about your journey as a recruit. Can you take us through your journey through the game of football coming up and getting to where you are now? When I was younger, I really wasn't a football guy. I played a lot of like select soccer and basketball. And then I slowly became, or my friends all slowly talked me into playing football. And I started, I want to say I was probably nine years old when I started actually playing. And ever since then, I kind of just fell in love with the game, fell in love with every aspect of it. And I was always told I could maybe uh, go to college off of my talents. And my freshman year, once I got to high school, everyone was telling me it's going to be way different because high school, obviously, now everything kind of matters compared to Little League, nothing really matters. So I got to high school, and I was really looking forward to having that better competition. And my first year, I unfortunately got hurt, and that kind of worried me about my recruitment. But I didn't even realize how early it was in my recruitment. And after that, my after this offseason, going to some showcases and whatnot, my recruitment kind of shot up and proved to me that even if you get hurt one year, it doesn't matter. Next year, you can still bounce back better than ever. Awesome. Okay. And for you, was there ever a moment when you realized, okay, I can really do this. I could really play a, a Division One or a high level? Uh, I'll probably say... My my eighth grade year plan before I got to high school, just the talent. I was playing against these kids, and it kind of I was realizing that I was just naturally kind of more athletic than everybody, and kind of above uh, kind of above the bar than anybody set the bar for everyone. And I started to see all the people around me. I obviously had good D one players at my high school, like Casey Kinson, Logan Bruce, and Joe, and all that. So I had people to like, kind of like compare my talents to or whatever because I know they're going D1. And so after being on the field with them, I could see that I had, the, had what it takes to play D1 football. Nice. Now, I know the stack camp was a big one for you in terms of recruiting. When did you really take off and start to blow up in that world? I would say um, after my first offer from Utah after the stacks showcase, I got a pretty high scoring there, good times and everything. After that, it kind of – I had just two little offers, Utah, Oregon State. I want to say little, no offers, little. But I would say those were, like, my first – those were my first two. So, to me, those were kind of – those were huge to me. And so, after that, I went onto the field. I had my little five-game or five game COVID season, and I had great failing from that year. And then I just had kind of a little little hot break during the last couple of weeks. I had – I want to say I got, like, four Pac-12 offers or something in, like, one week. And so, that week kind of – us and everything kind of started to come together after I ran a four four six at Texas A and M. More schools started to realize that uh, my stack shows my stack sports showcase numbers weren't a fluke or anything. You could see that they were real numbers, and yeah, this kind of proved it to everyone. Definitely. Now, when you talk about the numbers you've been putting up, athletically, the forty yard dash, other numbers from camps that you've been at have been top notch. So we know you're a good athlete. When you get in between the lines on the field. How would you describe your game, your style of play, and how you go about playing football? Uh, I would say my style is very physical. 
it's a different. It's a lot of kids, a lot of running backs. At least they want to be more elusive, I guess you could say. But I found a good ma- I found a good mix of elusiveness, but also physicalness. So if I need to run through someone, I can run through someone. But if I want to get around, I can get around them too. And so I'll say, and I use my brain a lot. That's the other thing. A lot of people kind of just lower their shoulder and they'll just run. But I think I think about okay, how can I beat this guy? In my brain, I can kind of click it on and off faster than other people, and that's what helps me beat them on the field. Okay, so with the way that you see the game, what is your mental approach and how would you describe that as a runner and as a running back? Honestly, I run kind of thinking stay healthy. At least right now, that's just how I play the game. I'm running and I'm saying, all right, no, don't, no need to take unnecessary hits, things like that. But I'm obviously, if I'm in like a state championship game, I'm going to do what I have to do to win the game. But right now, I just kind of I focus on taking care of my body. And so if there's a player that I know I can get around or juke or something, I'm going to juke them. There's a player, though, that I'm like, all right, I can, literally, I can barely hit them and they'll fall over. I can get by them. I'm going to do that. And so, yeah, that's just kind of how my thought process was out there on the field. Yeah, that makes sense. And now when you talk about the style of play that you described, who do you think in the college ranks or in the NFL that you think your style of play would compare to or be a little similar to? I've been told it's very similar to Saquon, just because he was kind of a he was kind of a freak athlete when he was coming up in college. He could jump over people and stuff. I've done a lot of the same things as him, and so but he he could get around people. He could juke them. He could catch, but he could also run through a person if he needs to. And so I've been been told that I that my running game is kind or my running style is very similar to his. All right, you've been told that. Do you agree with it? I I I I do agree with it. I know cockiness at all. I do agree with it because I, I grew up watching his tape, and that's what I try to model my running after. But obviously, he's he's in the NFL. He has a ridiculous, a ridiculous amount of tools in his bag, and I'm just hoping to grasp even half of what he has. Definitely. I understand that. Yeah. And for you coming out of Lake Stevens, Washington, same school as Jacob Eason, you've had some good players come through that program. So playing there, who around you has had influences on your game in terms of being in such a strong program? Um, I would say my dad, he has a big impact on me. And, it's, and like, when I was younger, he would take me to every game that Jacob was at, just kind of, like, he know, knowing that I was going to go to high school here, knowing I had potential to be a good athlete. So he would take me to all of his games and keep me around the program. And then my running, my old running back coach, Jim Lucier, he, he really – showed me the ropes, I guess you could say. He only worked at the school for the first year I was there as a freshman. But he showed me all the ropes and taught me a lot. And that's who kind of – he showed me what Lacey was football is really about, showed me why we have great talents like Jacob Eason and other things like that. And so I give a lot of credit to him. And what did you pick up, if you could pinpoint anything, from being around Eason and being around some of the talent in the program before you even got to school at Lake Stevens? Just the way they carry themselves. Like, obviously, getting offers and everything is cool. But when it's time to be a team player, like, he kind of taught, he showed me that you could just shut that out, stop worrying about colleges and all that, and just play for your team, be with the team, go out, train with them. And sometimes, obviously, college is very important, but you have to know when it's time to, when it's time to worry about recruiting and all that, when it's time to worry about your team and your, like, what you're going through right then and there. For sure. And I know that as a prospect for you, you've had, to deal with some bumps in the road or probably some tough times, what are things that you've had to overcome to get to where you are? So my freshman year, I tore my labrum in about middle of the season. 
and it was right before I was going to start my first varsity game that game actually and I tore my labrum right before it and so I ended up having to get surgery after the season and that was probably the hardest thing that I've ever had to battle in my life and coming back from that it's a long six month waiting period it's just hard not being able to do anything during that time not, not kind of train couldn't really do nothing and so the whole time I'm seeing all my friends from uh, FSP and whatnot getting offers and all this and I can't do anything I can't show nobody my talent but I came got over that and here we are today and today you've been touring and going all over the country getting recruited to play at the collegiate level a hot recruit now. You mentioned several schools to me before we went on the air about where you've been going. So recruiting-wise, right now, I know you've got some time left before you have to make a decision, but where are you in the process, and how are things going? Right now, I'm really just trying to focus on my focus on my game on the field right now. I'm not trying to worry too much about recruiting. I'm obviously taking these trips to see other parts of the country and see what I like, see what I don't like. So after my after my junior season, I can have an idea of what area I would like to be in. Because after my junior season, that's when I just, I'm thinking about starting to narrow it down and hopefully get down to a couple couple schools that I want to hone in on, take some official visits to, and then figure out where I want to spend the next four years. Definitely. And when you go about going out to these schools on the recruiting visits, I know there's a lot of different cool things they do to – uh, try to cater to the athletes and get you guys to enjoy your experience there. So what have been some of the coolest parts of going around to these schools, whether it be in the SEC or out West or everywhere you visited? Well, the SEC, I'll say the coolest part, when we went to Georgia, they let us pull our cars up onto their indoor facility and we had a private workout with them. And that was something that I didn't see at any other program. And that was just kind of cool. They showed you that, you know, they'll make stuff happen if they feel like you have dudes. And so they did that for us and that was really cool. And then when we were over at Texas, Texas A&M, they just treated us like family. Like all, all the schools we went to treated us like family, obviously, but they made it very clear that we could, that they loved every single one of us and they wanted us to come through whenever we want to. And yeah, it was, that was about both those trips. Nice. Okay. With UGA, I know the indoor facility has been a new addition. Can you take me through, dive a little deeper into that experience and what happened there? That was really cool. So we pulled in and they had um, all their players and whatnot outside to, right out there to help us when we did our testing and whatnot. And then, sorry. and then after that, we started our workout and we all got to work with the position coach that we wanted to individually. And after we worked with them, we got a we went to bed the next day. We had a full tour of the facility. And their facility, obviously, like you said, they got it completely redone. And it was just, it was definitely next level. They had all the high tech that all the other schools in the SEC had, plus more. And it was just really cool seeing how seeing how big football is down there in the South. Because up here, obviously, it's big. But down there, it's a different, they treat football way different down there than up here in Washington. Yeah, I've seen and heard some of those facilities are absolutely insane. What's the craziest uh, thing that you saw on the tour where you're like, oh, my gosh, that is wild? Uh, let me think. Obviously, so Bama and Georgia both had the, they both had the weight sets with the little iPads on it to track your times and track your weight pressure and all that stuff. Those were pretty cool. Well, I don't know why there was one little thing when we were at, um, we were at Texas A&M, the head coach, he closed his door with a button. I don't know why, but I found that very cool for some reason. (laughs) I just hadn't seen that anywhere else, so I found that pretty cool. Was that Coach Jimbo that had the door? Yeah, I'm Jimbo. 
<laughs> that's like a space age kind of thing. That's really cool. Yeah, it was cool. Nice. Well, now when you look off the field at who you are, what you like to do, my first question for you, what are some hobbies and what do you do when you're outside the lines not playing football? Outside of football, I spend a lot of time with my friends and family. I'm a big family guy, so I have a lot of barbecues, things like that. And then I go over east. If anyone knows Washington, there's a place called Wenatchee over in eastern Washington. My grandparents have a place on the water over there. So I go over there and I go wake surfing behind the boat, wakeboarding, tubing, all that type of stuff. And on top of that, I like playing basketball and everything because I don't play competitively anymore. So I just play pickup games and whatnot. But besides that, I just really just surf, hang out with friends, you know, just do whatever I feel like, to be honest, because outside of football, it's just my chill time. Awesome. Now, when you look at the people that know you well and know your personality off the field, how do you think that they would describe you and who you are? Uh, Probably be easygoing. If they ever want to do anything and they hit me up and they don't know if I'm going to say yes, I'll go with it if they want to do it. I'm just kind of go with the flow type of guy. I'm not very... I'm not the planner that a lot of people are. I don't need to have a plan when I wake up every day. I just kind of see where the day takes me, that type of thing. Nice, okay. What do you think is something that people, maybe on a national recruiting scale, that are just getting to know you and who you are on the field, off the field, what do you think is something that people don't yet know about you, but they should? I would say a lot of people think I'm this tough guy that hates smiling, Things like that, kind of just like, I don't know what you, I don't know how to put it, kind of arrogant, I guess you could say. But people that actually know me, they, people that actually know me, they know that I'm the complete opposite of that. And I'm very caring. I love being around people. I'm a big people guy. And yeah, so that's probably the biggest thing. I like being around people. And I'm not one of those people that are like sitting, them, sitting by themselves or whatnot. You know what I mean? Right. And I saw some footage of you teaching and working with some kids out at a camp recently so take me through some of that experience for you giving back you haven't even graduated high school yet but already giving back to the next guys it was pretty cool i went out there to the miles gassy's kid camp and obviously it's really cool giving back to the community but the kids were also really cool and i have a lot of little cousins so i really enjoy being around young kids and teaching them what i know and so i had a great time out there and i hope to do it again i really actually enjoyed it that's one thing that I've always enjoyed, though, is giving back. And so when I get older, I'm going to keep doing this for the rest of my high school career. Yeah, for you being a big recruit, there's big potential. I know that the UW coach has told you that he sees you as a potential NFL guy. So as you go, what are some things and causes that if you're able to give back, some things that are close to you that you'd love to be able to help with in the future as you continue to rise? Uh, I would obviously like to do kids camps and things like that. But on top of that, Lake Stevens, we all we're one of those uh, we're one of those places where there's a lot of talent that's untapped. Obviously, we have some that is tapped, but there's a, I obviously because I get down to FSP and stuff. I know a lot of kids that could compete on that level that don't just because they don't have the resources, they don't have the parents that type of thing. And so it would be the cool if I could start up a program like FSP down somewhere like near here. Or FSP, like, branch out and kind of put places, other places, so that kids from all around could, or could have the same opportunities as the kids down south. To dive into that for a second, for people that may not know FSP, could you give a quick breakdown? Well, FSP is a gym in Bellevue, and I started out as Tracy Ford. He was, was training a couple of kids down at Bellevue High School, and then he slowly started to branch out into the 7-on-7 world. 
So seven on seven is just kind of like two hand touch football, and it was something that kids did in the off season to get recruited better. And so he started doing that, and then seven on seven obviously took off to where it is now, and everybody knows what it is. A lot of kids do it, and slowly Tracy started getting NFL guys to train with him, and a lot of the kids in training in high school, like Luda Baker, says we're turning into NFL guys, and he got Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright and all these NFL guys to kind of uh, endorse his company, train with him and all this. And so now it's this big, big uh, business down in Bellevue where if you're a good athlete and train down there, they have the best trainers around. And it's just a very good place to be if you're an athlete. Awesome. Well, now to finish out um, for you, what are some things on your bucket list and some goals that you have going forward of things that you want to get done in both inside and outside of football? In football, I would just like to keep working on my craft, obviously. Hopefully, have a good junior season. And then, if, I, if we can make it to the state playoffs, state championship, that obviously is always the goal. We're very young this year, but I feel like we show potential too. And then, outside of football, honestly, I just want to kind of keep doing me, figure out, keep doing what I've been doing. Because so far, with everything that's become my way, I've been doing pretty good about keeping a level head, and I'm just hoping to keep that up, not not letting all this, all these offers and all this stuff get to me. For sure, Jaden. That's all the questions I had for you. Thank you for your time. Perfect. Appreciate you.